This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Age of Radio. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from Movies. Mini episode. Mini episode. Ah, and tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we got a nice little double feature for you. Um, <laughs> later on, we're going to talk about new movie release. <gasps> streaming exclusively on hbo max Ooh. in theaters yes it's the conjuring dot 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 the devil made me do it Yay! or colon or uh, the third conjuring movie <laughs> the devil's colon made you do it yeah <laughs> the devil's colon made me do it but before that oh yeah babe what is that you have over there <laughs> well we went to the asian market uh-huh. and uh, one of my favorite things about going to our local asian market is they have lays from around the world they sure do and we're not talking prostitutes we're talking the chip brands <laughs> giggity <laughs> and we found two of uh the stranger ones we found so far it's true we found lays sakura flavored that's cherry blossom <laughs> and lays waxberry they both sound delicious. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, wait, gee, I guess, which one do we want to do first? Uh, should we start with the waxberries? Start with the waxberries, which if they don't taste like candles, I'll be mildly disappointed, but also happy. I don't even know what a waxberry is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I looked it up. It's a relative of bayberries. Okay, what are bayberries? don't know isn't that where uh uh andy griffith's from <laughs> yeah bayberry yeah bayberry all right i'm gonna pop this top Ooh. oh my fragrant top wow it smells like fruit this is so weird oh, no. <laughs> fruit on my potato chips i don't know if i like this by the way for those of yeah, you that uh in there no yeah that's that's odd those of you who don't like the uh, ASMR that's about to besmirch your ear holes, uh, <laughs> you may want to skip forward a few minutes, but here we this go. This is happening. Uh, yeah, it's a potato chip with what appears to be red crystal-like sprinkles. Yeah, it has, um, it has like sort of light pink dots. <laughs> they sort of smell like uh, the watermelon Jelly Ranchers. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's like, I mean, it's a chip. Steve's gone in for the crunch. <laughs> he looks very confused, but not disgusted. Yeah, it's like... I don't know, mostly the saltiness and stuff is what you get because it's, you know, 95% potato chip, but... It's also, like, tangy. Like, it's sort of... Yeah. yeah like a Jolly Rancher. Like a strawberry, almost. Like, it's it, like, like strawberry Jolly it, Ranchers. Yeah, yeah. It's like... <laughs> Like if somebody uh, took some uh, strawberry Jolly Rancher dust, kind of, and mm-hmm. sprinkled it lightly on Over some like potato plain, chips. Over like plain lays. Yeah, that's uh, it's interesting. They're not bad. Yeah, not but hor- they're weird. Not horrible. Yeah, just kind of, yeah, just a weird sensation. 
My brain's like having trouble processing sweet chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like, if you asked me, like, would you eat cinnamon, cinnamon sugar lays? I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, I'd be right into that. Yeah. Or like, um, chai latte flavored lays. Yeah. It's, you know, a little spicy, a little sweet. You say so. <laughs> but I don't have fruit. fruit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, just a mildly fruity kind of lays. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Huh. All, All right. right. All right. First one down. Let's uh, try cherry blossom, which, uh. I assume tastes like flowers and or cherry. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Taking a whiff of the bag. Look at the it's whip it or something. It's very mild. But it smells like something I know. Yeah, it almost smells like uh, like hibiscus or something like that, right? Yeah, it's, it's very mild. Like you definitely you yeah, get the smell yeah, of potato light. chips. And about about as strong as just like the smell of a plain chip, which is not very strong. There's just a mild like fruity fragrance. Huh. Yeah, let's uh let's try some of them out here. Um, wow, they look almost the same, like potato chips with little pink, pink speckles on them. Yeah, candy speckles or something. Yeah, weird. Okay, let's yeah. uh, let's try it. Ow. Steve's gone in for the taste. Yeah, these side by side look exactly the same. I, he looks less confused than. It also tastes very similar. <laughs> like why? Is it yeah, mostly potato chip, but this one's less tangy. Yeah, yeah, more su- more sweet, sour? less tangy. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, maybe it is supposed to be just like cherry flavor kind of potato chips, but just real light dusting of it. Yeah, like it's not like the I was expecting it to be sort of more like I think like the cherry blossom Kit Kats I've had in the past, which are just sort of like mild and almost like the matcha, but less like grassy tasting. Yeah, more more floral mm-hmm. something, but yeah, this are uh, yeah basically it's like strawberry and cherry chips that we <laughs> just tried, but waxberry mm-hmm. and cherry blossom. Try <laughs> yeah. one after that was a sakura, very mild. Slightly sweeter, less acidic. Try one of these after the sakuras. Um, you get almost more of that like berryness, like that that hard to describe flavor that's very much of berry. Yeah, a little berry tang or something to it. Mm-hmm. And that like aftertaste of like after strawberries and blueberries. Yeah, yeah. See the the, the little tang or whatever is kind of just the main difference, but. Yeah, yeah. Inter- interesting little potato chips. If you see them, try them, guys. They're super yeah. weird. But you, got, you got an Asian market near you, I'm sure. No matter where you are. And guys, somewhere around here, I misplaced them, but we also have cucumber flavored oh, yeah. chips. So we're um, going to have to try those. They're going to taste like cucumber candies. Wait, are those a thing? No, no, no. <laughs> if it tastes like the uh, cucumber body spray from Bath and Body Works, I'm going to be wildly disappointed. Oh, boy. It'd be uh, like licking Jerry from my old job. Oh, what? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> That's all he wears is the cucumber body spray. I'm going to eat this chip. Do it. Nom, 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 nom. We'll finish these off so uh, we can cut out some of the chomping. Yeah, I don't hate them, but they're weird. Yeah. Nice. Well, segue from something sweet. No, um. To something bitter. Yeah, The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about the first two Conjuring movies? I whole... really like them. I really I, do too. They're a great throwback. They all 
directly steal their font, their their opening and closing fonts, and a lot of the scenes directly from like classic horror movies. <laughs> oh, and shit. genuinely, I love it. And spoiler alert: they continue that with this movie, like oh my God, starting do. from the opening shot, but not in such a blatant way. I mean, and the opening yeah. shot's pretty pretty blatant, but the rest yeah, of yeah. them, yeah, the the opening sequence is a blatant ripoff of The Exorcist. Well, I, 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 I'll say O2 because it is done like with today's cameras and special effects and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But, but it's it's The Exorcist, like 1973. It even has a shot of like, yeah, the priest, show, the father showing up and standing in front of the house and the fog. Mm-hmm. And, and then you got the exorcism and it's a little kid. And I almost expected him to scream out, your mother sucks cocks in hell. But... <laughs> But, Steve, what do you think of the first two Conjuring movies? I really like the first two Conjuring movies. In fact, the whole Conjuring universe, okay. Yeah. The Conjuring movies are great. Yes. The Nun sucks balls. The Nun was disappointing because it could have been really good and scary. Yeah. The Annabelle movies are complete shit, except I really liked Annabelle Creation. Annabelle Creation was really good. Yeah, and I think the, the the main thing with it, Mm-hmm. Is the amazing acting with those ones in particular, like this one? Yeah, you got Patrick Wilson, Vera Farmiga. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think they're really the only two coming back because yeah, even their uh, assistant guy like yeah. shows up in the middle of the second act, and we're like, is this guy like with the family or with them? Right. Or like we didn't even hear his name was Drew until like the third act, and it was like, yeah. Drew, take care of this, this, and I'm like, who? oh, who? okay, oh. that guy, yeah, from All earlier, right. but. And then, like, with the Annabelle Creation one, like, you know, got Anthony LaPega in a pretty small role, but it's like the yeah. kid actors the in particular were, were great. great. And I'm glad they've gone on to do things like, you know, Geostorm and <laughs> Vengeance, a love story, like, like a bunch of other yeah. great stuff. But. Well, uh, so, and I think the other thing, too, is that with all these ones that they have more in common than some of the ones that are trashier is their set as period pieces like you know in like the 70s and 80s and like yeah, with Annabelle yeah. Creation that was what like the 40s yeah so 40s like or 50s yeah, yeah yeah um the other ones don't feel as rooted in their timelines like the nun was supposed to be what like it was a time period but like it, I don't know it just didn't feel like it and I get yeah. that they're like isolated in an ancient abbey but it just it didn't have that like timeline feel like you didn't have the older cars driving by you didn't have as much costuming that felt of the period that I think I just feel like that like you know with movies like The Exorcist Changeling all these like super iconic movies set in like the late 60s all of the 70s and like late and like early 80s you need that feel <laughs> yeah yeah it well, especially if you're like obviously paying ode to a lot of those yeah uh, we'll say tropes and stuff from those movies yeah, especially yeah. like in these movies and in this movie in particular okay the the devil made me do it uh it basically following story of what was it 1981 story of mm-hmm. basically the uh the warrens you know Ed, lorraine and ed warren uh based on a true story i guess they went to <laughs> an exorcism they exercise like a seven or eight year old kid looks like he's fresh out of Jerry Maguire. Oh yeah, and, and yeah, with that opening scene with all the weird contorting and screaming and yeah. all that stuff, it was like, oh shit, <laughs> the, the human brain weighs eight pounds, right? No, um, <laughs> but then apparently this this demon or whatever was possessing this boy get got passed on to I guess the boyfriend of the sister yeah. of the little boy. Yeah, Arnie Johnson. Yeah, yeah, and then I guess the next day he ended up killing. Like like an uncle of the family or something like 
landlord and that like, like I think it's like her uncle, but also their landlord it, who owns the dog kennel where this is all happening. Yeah, yeah, that it that part wasn't was really vague. laid out too well, but but yeah, basically kill somebody and the whole defense was, you know, you know, they're taking the jail and the Warrens come in and they're like, well, we believe, you know, a demon made him do it. Like, yeah, the yeah, boy physically did the act, but he was possessed by a demon and they're like Okay, well, that's a that's a story, I guess. Blah blah blah. Um, and the Warrens did really in real life go to trial and defend somebody for this. They sure did. They well, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and the story goes from there. Yeah. Um, I mean, you if you've seen the trailer and stuff, I mean, we'll warn you right now. Spoilers are coming up. Would you recommend watching this movie? I really would. I really yeah. would too. It, especially well, as far you, as like horror movies go nowadays. If you enjoy totally. the Insidious franchise, if you enjoy the Conjuring franchise, definitely go watch it. If you're not a horror person, don't don't worry about it, guys. Like this is our wheelhouse. This doesn't have to be your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. But if you like horror, I say check it out. It's yeah. it's definitely like a like a seven or an eight. Like yeah. like a very well done horror movie. Yeah. It's not over the top gory. It's suspenseful. It's actually like an hour and fifty two minutes or something like that. But it didn't really it seem flies that long. By. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then so here's the things that like just straight out for horror movie. Well, really most movie franchises, but especially things that are higher concept, where like you're making me believe in stuff like you know like this stuff or you know like if you're in fantasy you know whatever your fantasy world. Yeah. Um, they play by the rules that they set up. Oh, yeah. And that's they stick good. with... The, that's what this franchise is really good at. They stick with the rules. And that's why the nun didn't fucking work, because they don't play by the fucking rules that yeah. they set up in that movie. But these ones, they stick with the rules that they've set up from the franchise. Um, and, you know, it's like the, the same rules apply to everybody. Things go both ways. That works out really, really well. It doesn't rely entirely on jump scares. There are a few really good jump scares, yeah. but I hate it when a movie is nothing but jump scares. That yeah. gets old fast, and that makes a movie feel really long because you're tired. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, okay, cool. Why am I saying it for 45 mm -hmm. seconds? I know what's coming. Just fucking do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this movie has a couple of really good fakeouts where you think there's going to be a jump scare, and then it doesn't come. You get you get your relief or whatever, like oh good, nothing you know flew out of the hole, and then it happens later, and it's like oh shit, it tricked me. <laughs> and here's the prestige. Whoops, nope. Here's the prestige. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I and I appreciated that because it wasn't just like ah, just do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. So yeah, going into spoilers and stuff. I spoilers, mean, spoilers, you you, you kind of know what it is. There's a demon rolling around, and they yeah. gotta find out who's doing it. Actually, what they find out is. <gasps> There's some satanic shit going on. It's a curse. The demon is uh, bound by a curse. It's not just a regular possession. Uh, this one's been assigned to the family. What? Why? And then are, are there any other things in the area that are happening like this? And they start finding like, okay, when they go to the, uh, was it Danvers Police Department and talk yes. to the detective about, yeah, we found the, the same kind of <laughs> totem set up <laughs> at this other scene where a girl killed a girl and then she disappeared and we all that stuff. We saw the founder. It's been like five weeks. And like, and you didn't think it was a demon? He's like, yeah, I didn't think it was a demon. People kill people. Who gives a shit? You know? <laughs> people do weird shit. Well, and then that's something else really, that's really fun too, is that it's sort of like, is it a demon? Is it like a cult? 
Yeah. Because then, like, a bunch of the victims end up starting to be, like, the same age. Like, they really play on a lot of the, like, horror movie tropes. So you really don't know which direction it's going to be. Like, is it this person who's a serial killer? Is it a demon or a ghost? Is is it attached to the house? Or is it attached to a person? Or was it sent by somebody? Is the cop somehow involved? Like, you start, like, there's little things that are dropped. And then, okay... And then halfway through the movie, they introduce a character. Yes. Father something. A, a, a retired father played by John Noble. And as soon as they show him, I'm like, okay, this guy knows what's going on. And either he's doing it or someone he knows is. Uh, well, and he has a bunch of totems that look exactly yeah, like this from his he, past. He has uh, a fucking dungeon of satanic shit. And he's like, I got a yeah. retired father. And, you know, you have to do research on Satanism to help stop it and stuff. And I'm like yeah well and then i like how i like how the warrens are like i wouldn't keep this stuff around my house and then and he uh, just stares at him for like a five mississippi he's like some of us like to take the guns off the streets right and it's like he knows they have also have a yeah. full of or, this. or that's like a nod of the crowd like yeah you know the warrens have their fucking conjuring universe in their right? know, living room family room <laughs> it's i think it was the den but now it's like sealed off because you can't just have kids playing it yeah there. exactly it's got <laughs> it's it's basically the uh, 800 square foot gun locker that they have <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah oh uh they start introducing a health problem ed warren's health problems his heart starts having oh trouble. yeah 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 that's a through thing and then it's like oh no is he possessed by a demon or is his ticker just bad? Yeah, well, that's the thing, and that I, adds a lot of drama to the story. Actually. It really does. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, like in these movies, the Warrens are like in their like real life, like their late forties, early fifties, and I think yeah. they did pretty good. You know, really letting the actors be their real ages, <laughs> but <laughs> but like in yeah. the uh, first and second Conjuring movies, they're supposed to be like early 30s or something like that and they did a good job making them look nice and young and then yeah now they're yeah they've done a good job with that yeah totally Um, you can tell the time has passed (laughs) so so do we want to say where it goes from here no let's let them discover it because anybody who's still listening wants to see the movie or has seen the movie see the know where it went or they're like oh should i see it i should watch it you know it comes out streaming or whatever on video yeah yeah um, yeah, I'd, I'd say check it out. I, I really enjoyed it, and oh, horror is yeah. not entirely my thing, but I enjoy a good one, and this is pretty good. You enjoy good world building and good storytelling, oh, and absolutely. this has both. Yeah, yeah. Is it the first one? No. But what, like, they, a sequel never can be. What With a lot of the introduction of a lot of scenes, like I said, like I noticed a bunch of scenes in the house specifically uh, that were taken like in homage to Changeling, a lot of things from like The Exorcist and a lot of those like classic movies. Uh, it those sort of homages to uh, other historic, wonderful movies um, really keeps us from having that sequel problem where it's like, well, we just have to get to the meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know where this goes. Let's get to the, the, the super demon now that's going to rip us all in half. And yeah. yeah, no, no, no. They've, they did a good job. This is a different type of problem that we need to solve. So it's not the same story. It's a similar story or similar yeah. skills, but we have to go about it a different way. Yeah. It's not just a possession in a house. It's something else. And yeah. 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 I'd say check it out. Uh, babe, anything else going on right now 
Oh, yeah. Right now we've got a Kickstarter going <gasps> for Snackasaur Enamel Pets. Oh, shit. Guys, it's wrapping up on June 15th, so go ahead and donate. My birthday happens to be June the 8th, and I would appreciate it, you know, if uh, he could throw a couple of shekels my way. So far, we've already funded the Teasiosaur. He's a Plesiosaur, the swimming long neck guy, but made of a teapot. And Steve here funded uh, another one that uh, Utah Snacker, he's a yeah. Utah Raptor made of green jello, Utah's favorite treat. <laughs> That's gonna be great. Which is ironic because uh, Steve has funded the Marshmallowsaurus. He hates marshmallows. And Utah Snacker, <laughs> and he jello. hates jello. <laughs> but I love dinosaurs that much. Yeah. And uh, we're almost on our way to a third one, which could be any of a number of designs we've come up with. So go on, donate, vote. I also have a Patreon at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. And as usual, I have uh, my Etsy shop open. I'm going to, I have a ton of products because live shows are coming back. Now that Steve and I are vaccinated. So yeah, I've just been making stuff. Steve, how about you? You got anything going? Oh, you know, I got the usual stuff. Uh, We got Podcart Fest coming up on July 10th. Dana Gould's going to be there. A lot of our podcasting buddies, uh, some amazing artists. Come have fun with us. Check it out. Help an artist in need. Uh, Check out untidyvenus.etsy.com for all kinds of goods and services. Yeah. Check uh, out our Patreon at EILF Movies. That's that's everything I learned from movies. movies. Uh, We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF Movies. Um, yeah, regular episodes were just pounding right through Welcome to the Jungle and those Tarzan uh, uh, movies. Uh, yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I guess until next time, uh, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from, from Movies. Movies! movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> what are we going to do with these chips? Uh, turn them back into candy? <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now